and welcome to another episode of Fool's Daily. We're Squeaky Conrad in the background. Hello! No, it wasn't your voice that was squeaking. What was squeaky then? I don't know. Whatever you're doing. What are you doing? I'm uh, clicking the um, reference material for the podcast. There you go. Oh, oh! Uh, you're being prepared, are I, you? I might, uh, I might be filing things as well, cleaning oh, figures. Listen to the wire brush over metal. There you go. Right. Okay. So now we know what the sound is. I can stop there, shall I? That's assuming. <laughs> Hello. It seems like Hello? ages. Yeah, I know. Even though. We're talking today about Gilball when we record this. Um, are we? Oh yeah, we are. No, that's right. <laughs> yes, on the on the show that went up today, we are talking about Gilball. So it's Friday. Friday. V-E, VE day. It is. It's VE day. Seventy years, isn't which, it? Which, which, frankly, is infinitely more important than that election rubbish that's been going on as well. <laughs> which we had a little discussion about beforehand. Yes, but we're not going to rehash that. No. Everyone will be pleased to know. No. Um, but what we are going to talk about is the announcement. Yeah, the announcement from Ninja Division. Yes, well, no, May the seventh. It says actually on here. So it was yesterday. Yeah. Um, and they have announced a new expansion for Relic Knights called Void Break, which is. Interesting, bearing in mind that we were talking about the fact that, you know, support for these Kickstarter games like Wrath of Kings and and Relic Knights as well. But it's being billed as a new entry point to join the Relic Knights game with a complete rule set that incorporates errata and updates from over a year of player feedback and every unit entry, both old and new. And there's a word there. There's a word there. It says new. Yeah. Okay. So the first thing that I got. So it's a, all we've got is a press release. Yes. It's from and, it's from deep and a nice it? a nice picture. Yes. A nice. Um, the first thing that I got from it: new expansion. Um, uh, sorry, new entry point. That screams box set to me. It screams box set and uh, um, trying to build the player base and. We're talking about accessibility to the game as well, by the looks of things as well. Yeah, I wonder if they've seen how well something like Ice Storm did for Infinity. Or or numerous two-player box sets that are Mm. out there. But, uh, yeah. And it's not a Kickstarter. Uh, Well, it it, it doesn't say anything about Kickstarter, which kind of worries me, but... uh, well, no, because it says with the first void break units beginning in September. So they are. So that actually, means you're going to get them out. It means you're going to get new units in September. It's interesting that they've um, they have moved on the timeline two years after yes. after the Dark Space Calamity. Uh, they're talking about forty new units across the six factions. Um. Including a new questing knight and relic knight, and the other good news for me is the final models from Dark Space Calamity will begin monthly release in July of this year. 
Um, and as you mentioned already, the, the first void bait units coming in September. Um, it looks as though they're going to go for a release in 2016 for the book as well. Uh, but I'm kind of excited because it means that they have they're supporting the game, which is something that we were talking about in a in a previous episode, and they're supporting it well by the looks of things. Uh, well, certainly, certainly, a commitment to 40 new units is big. Um, so the the last sentence of the press release interested me as well. Um, to better capture their stunning detail and over-the-top anime aesthetic, each new and dynamic model will be featured in resin with large centerpieces models in plastic. Right, so what material would you say that the current stuff is in? It's in... I don't think it's rustic, is it? Or is it rustic? I don't know. You see, that's, that's the thing. Is it new... You know, by, when they say large centerpiece models in plastic, does that mean hips? I'm kind of hoping that it will do. It means was the Wrath of King stuff is is the Wrath of King stuff is is still resticky, yeah. isn't it? And but the Relic Knight stuff is rustic as well because I remember cleaning it up. I was just yeah. To, but yeah. the um, the quality of the rustic on the Wrath of King stuff is a step up from what's on the Relic Knight stuff. Yeah, I, I, I'm wondering, and I think we've talked is this about talked about this before in terms of the scale of the figures but then you look at the the nazir stuff for instance which are human size and the detail on those nazir is are really nice as well so it's not that it's it's potentially using a different source who has handled the production of the of the actual goods better or it's progress one or t'other yeah, I think I I think it's probably a mixture of both. I mean, we don't know where they make them, but it does smack it. I mean, the other thing that will be interesting to see is if they improve the sculpting of the smaller models. I mean, one of the things I liked about Relic Knights was that the big models, you know, the Relic Knights themselves, and and actually most of the models were in something like the No Empire. Yes, definitely the No. The sculpting is really, really good and really high quality. But then you go to the the Space Pirates, Calico, Kate's Space Pirates, and some of the sculpts for those um, look like they're out of the 1980s. I mean, a lot of the, the detail on faces seem to get lost on yeah. the human-sized figures. So, I mean, I've, I've obviously put together my Black Dragons, and it's disappointing on for instance the suspect seven that i couldn't do justice to the faces uh sophia drake's face which is she and she's a character um black dragon part of her face was a bit rank basically right so and that could have been clean up but i don't think it was because uh, it's quite a soft rustic material is, is soft anyway so it's easily ruined when you're cleaning up especially if you're using sandpaper files or whatever you know yeah um but oh i've uh, just to, just as an aside you know those ones you recommended me to buy yes the sandpaper files. i used them for the first time on one of my um uh purchases from salute my uh mercy miniatures kit oh the little sticks yeah yeah, yeah. thank you so much 
Oh, that's great. They were they were awesome. I mean, I I, I mainly use awesome. the yellow ones, and I I have been in touch with these these people who supply them, and said, do you do just the yellow ones? And they said no. I use the yellow and pink ones mainly, but yeah. yeah. And the other thing, the other tool that's it's been really an eye opener for me is the actual GW mold lining tool. Yeah, you were saying about you were saying I'm surprised about that. I think at how, it was seventy. It was seven seventy quid. <laughs> it, well, it is GW. It could be. It, it was. It was seven quid. I picked it up from Wayland when I was at Showdown, actually your Showdown event. Um, right. And it's really useful. Um, it's probably one of the best mold lining tools I've used on plastics and restics ever. So there you go. But um, back to Ninja Division. I'm really excited because, I, I mean, as you know, I love the game anyway. Yep, um, yep. I'm excited that they're supporting the game. And 2016, I was thinking, oh, that's like two years away. It isn't. It's it's just next year, really. Because I thought I was in 14 still. Because I is old. Yeah, you are old. <laughs> but but I, still, I still like you. I'm... I'm looking forward to picking up some of the stuff that's not re- been released. I'm I'm glad about that because um, it allows you to play with obviously the, the units that you haven't been allowed to play with because you don't have the figures for, uh, and it opens up the game a bit more. Um, and I'm pleased for that as well because I was worried. I mean, I've been looking at the release schedule off and on for the stuff that's still in the original book and it's been very, very slow. So I'm glad that they have made this announcement. Um, It it gives me some sort of faith in the product and in Ninja Division. Um, And I'm hopeful for for the actual future of the game as well. Because there are people out there who play the game. You know, I'm part of a Facebook group and the, the game has its faults, um, yep. and, and it's mainly based around the missions. But there seems to be a house rule being played at the moment, certainly at the club at at Tainlawn, that uh, we can build our cadres after we flipped the missions. Um, because you can... okay, yeah, that was that, that. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Because there, there can be such there can be occasions when essentially. You can't do anything to stop the other your your opponent getting their mission because your force your cadre is just built wrong, you know. Yeah. No, I think that that's. So it'd be interesting to see if that's put into the new rules as well. Um, but I love the mechanics. I love the the way that you can't do everything because of the queuing system, even though you want to. Um, and I love I love the ethos, you know, the, the whole sort of genre of it as well. So I'm pleased to see it being supported. To the extent of um, there is a, a an event being announced up north in York, and I'm thinking about going to it. Oh, when's that? I think it's something like the 11th of July. Mm. Cool. And it's there's no painting requirements either. Oh, but you've got a lot of your stuff painted. I, I have, and uh, it would probably spur me on to uh, to try and paint the rest of it. He says. <laughs> yeah. 
We all know what that means. <laughs> Unpainted models on the table. Probably, yeah. But well, that's... going on to Wrath of Kings... Well, yeah, no, I was going to say, I mean, it. it's interesting that this press release came out. Because um, I started a discussion on Wrath of Kings on Twitter this week. Um, it, based it on, did, basically. Yeah, well, based on the fact that the Facebook groups just seemed to be stagnant. Yes. That there was a, there was a massive flurry um, when everyone got their Kickstarter stuff and we're all playing games and things um, on the Wrath of Kings UK Facebook group. Um, but if I look, you know, there's there's next to no activity at all. There's a few painted figures photographs every now and then. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there was a post on the 6th, there was a, po- a post on the 3rd, then a post on the 29th. Um, all of the same, you know, painted figures. So, it it worries me. Um, you know, there just doesn't seem to be any movement. And there's been, you know, it's not in retail. Um I heard worrying stories about stores not even wanting to attempt to stock it in retail because, you know, the people who are likely to be those new early adopters have already adopted it from Kickstarter. I'm worried about that as well because there seems to be a lot of talk about where can you buy this stuff. Because it's on retail in America, I believe, at the moment. It is, yes. But I don't know of anywhere that's stocking these the product in in the UK as yet. Um I think there's a guy called Paul Scott. Paul Scott. Who runs a store up north somewhere that uh but he's also um whatever their organised playtesters are called. It's not a legion, is it? Legionary or I think he's one of those as well. <clears throat> um as uh, an owner of an LGS but it does worry me because it means that people can't get stuff in it. It's just that just adds to the fact that the product will probably die. Yeah, and uh, and that's my worry is that you haven't seen anything. There's been nothing out from Cool Mini or not. They've you know they've moved on to their next Kickstarter. Yes, which is. Uh, S-D-A-E-esque, isn't it? Yes. But yeah. Uh, how long did um, Ninja Division have probably waited about six to nine months? We're in well, May now. So so it's just over a year since we went to Adepticon. And we hadn't had our figures delivered in Adepticon. And we were talking... Um, you remember talking with the Ninja Division guys? That was just after they'd split from Cool Mini or not? Oh yeah, yep. So they've been out a they've been away a year. When did we? I think we got ours around September because it was just short of two years, wasn't it, for for Relic Knights? So it's been eight or nine, seven or eight months, hasn't it? Um, for product release, essentially, from from a Kickstarter point of view to actually them doing that. So are we going to look at a similar timescale for 
anything from come on for, for Wrath of Kings, if indeed they're going to do anything with it. But I have seen talk from various people on the forums and things that <coughs> that they that the original guys who were involved with some of the the development of the game. They were talking about the fact that there was a three bit three year plan for the product. Right. Yeah, we, we were talking about we were talking about having our Relic Knight stuff um back in episode like one three eight and one three nine. That was when we did our first impressions episodes. Yep. So that's mid September of last year. Um so eight months. No, September the ten months. Um, without really anything. Is that right? Am I adding... Or is my son's horribly wrong? It's about right, yeah. Nine, eight, yeah, nine, ten months. Um, without stuff. And then... Uh, oh, yeah, there we go. Episode one... Sorry, I'm scrolling back through the thing. Episode 129, on the 3rd of September, in which Mike and Conrad discussed the fact that after two years, Relic Knights have finally been delivered. <laughs> So that was the beginning of September. That was the beginning of September um, that we talked about that, and so we haven't really had anything. See, I, I think if you are, I mean, if, if this was my product and I was running the company, and I'm guessing that your opinion is probably going to be very similar, that you'd be hitting on the hotness, you know, that the excitement and the, the frothing of gamers when they get their product. <clears throat> excuse me, and um, start talking about new stuff or, or what's coming very, very soon after these guys have got, uh, are get you know, are in the midst of experiencing the buzz for the product. So they, yep. they've got something else to, to do it, to look forward to. I mean, the guys at Guildball have been very, very good at... Uh, Pimping their uh, pimping Gilball all through. I was going. To, I was going to. They were going to be one of my two examples for exactly that. Yeah. Is, um, them and the other people that do it exceptionally well are Fantasy Flight Games. And I think you need to be. You need to be like that. All right. Sometimes it gets a bit um, irritating. Almost, you know, spam out. They're making the effort, and you're you're up to date. So if you're invested in the product, and you know you're looking forward to it, then that's great. So I would love to see that from from come on over. Yeah, so would I. So would I. I would I would lo- I would love to know that Ratha, in their mind, Wrath of Kings has a future. Yes. That we're going to get you know level three troops and you know and. Models and things. I believe there will never be level level three stuff. Is is what I've heard and seen. You think there'll only be level ones and two? Yes. So you want epic? <laughs> you want epic? You want epic units and things and stuff. I mean, I can and, I can see that as well. Yeah. You know the the scopes there and. There are certain things that need rebalancing, I would suggest. Um, you know, just based on the games that I've played so far. Uh, but then again, maybe then again, maybe not. Maybe maybe it's just you know because I've played certain opponents with certain crews, and that's what that's what it is. Uh, I mean, I still like it a lot. Um, I think it has the potential to be a massive hit. 
it's it's a different game, isn't it? With a a different. I think the game system is is very very good, and it's very good in terms. Oh, of I the, like the, I really like the game. System. Yeah, I like the I like the figures. It's so you know, I, I know as well. The rule set's yeah. really really small, and I I love the figures as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know I sold a set, but I didn't sell everything. You know, I kept an entire crew. Yeah. Um. And the reason I kept an entire crew is because I like playing the game. I, re- I really enjoy it. Um, the reason I sold the other set is because I realized that I wasn't going to... The people that I would regularly play had forces, so I didn't need two forces to, um, you know, do demos and things with. Yep. So, great. I've got an, I've got an army. I mean, you know, I've even painted a few models. Woo! Um, but, you know, it's... <laughs> If people can't get it, then that community is not going to be there, and then events aren't going to get created. And I was talking with someone um, over Twitter, Connor Barker, and he was saying, you know, you have to have events because events are life are the lifeblood of that enthusiastic crowd that will fork out, you know, large sums of money in the expectation that in a couple of years' time they'll get product. Yep. Um, and they're the people that you want going to events, not doing not doing demos. I mean, you know, a demo is lovely. Everyone sees a demo and go, "Oh, that's a nice game." Yeah. Um, where can I buy it? Oh, you know, I'll pick up a starter box. But they're not the people that are necessarily going to travel around the country to play and keep your enthusiasm up and buy your new products when they come out. Exactly right. And, and I mean, you've just you've I've just said that I might be going to York for the Relic Knights event. Yeah, and that's because. A, I want to play the game, and B, um, I'd like to support the event if possible. Yeah. And, you know, I I worry, I worry about Wrath of Kings, and I don't worry about it from I, I don't worry about it from a game point of view because it's a great game. I worry about it from a have cool mini or not already passed it over. Because if they have already passed it over, then why am I going to invest money in it? Is it, is it the same as Dark Age? <sighs> yep. And I, and as I said, I just wish the company would come out with something, some sort of. Perhaps they will on the back of you know Ninja Division doing something with Relic Knights. Perhaps they will put something yeah. out on, on because companies work like that sometimes, don't they? I mean, frankly, even if it's at this point that. And next month's Kickstarter is going to be Wrath of Kings two. Yep, it's still something to look forward to. It's still something to. It's still something to look forward to. There will be moaning. Um, no, there'll be moaning. There'll be moaning. Whatever happens, um, you know, the moaning about Wrath of Kings two on Kickstarter will be nothing compared with what we get when Warhammer ninth hits. <laughs> this, this is true. You know. Internet, the gaming internet will probably combust when that hits. The world could end as we know it, yes, from a geek point do. of view. Could do. I'm, I'm looking forward to whatever they announce, actually. And and I think that actually will play into the Wrath of Kings stuff as well, because I think you will find that if if that if that game is as rumored, there is a way of playing it at Wrath of Kings type sizes, with a skirm, you know, a skirmish type thing then I think you would see a lot of people who would play Wrath of Kings will go and play that. Because in their, in their figure collections, you know, they've got, they've got that investment that you always talk about. 
I have not got any interest in fantasy. I'm I'm intrigued, um, and that may change uh, dependent on the quality of the game. But um, I kind of think that my time with GW is is over now. That's interesting. Apart from the old Blood Bowl League and dabbling into more time Necromunda and Epic, but um, in terms of me putting my hand in my pocket and paying money to GW for major investment in their products, I think that time has gone for me. Oh, that's very interesting. But you know what we're like? Well, I know what I'm like. Yeah, I know what I'm like as well. So that may change. Watch this space. Yeah. So, well, I'm glad that Ninja... I'm glad that Ninja has done an announcement. Um, it puts... I know it puts your mind at rest about the future of that game because if they're putting the investment in, then they obviously are going to try and make it a success. Yes. Uh, I'm so pleased. I'm... I'm... As soon as I saw it, I, I hit the link on Twitter, um, and it was just a picture, so I had to go to go and find it on on the web. And it was like, yes, <laughs> Alex, I can get Alex soon, hooray! <laughs> and then I might have to build that second unit of Diamond Call. But I'm really looking forward to getting the other questing knight as well because he's uh, he's weird, uh, code breaker. And his cool. slave cipher. CSM Alex one one seven. I need him now. <laughs> there you go. And on that note, okay. Yeah. Who are you? I'm Conrad. I have been Conrad. Are you still Conrad? I am. Okay. Well, I'm still Mike. Goodbye. Bye bye. You can contact Fools Daily on Twitter, we're at Fools Underbar Daily, or via email, foolsdaily at outlook.com.